0: Hey, this is Kaya and we are honored to be here with Miss Fashion Influencers and Podcasters, the Solomon Sisters, Alana and Dina. Hello and how are you guys?
1: Hi! Hi. (laughs) We're so happy to be here. We're doing great. How are you?
0: You know, we're just celebrating the new year, keeping the good energy flowing, keeping it going and you know hoping it's a lot better than last year you know <laughs>
1: yeah let go up hopefully
0: yeah exactly yeah. i think
1: the good thing in terms of bravo world is that at least like last year we weren't expecting any slowdown or any like lack of content and exactly. this year we know they've got things together so we won't have what happened to us last year where there was like this Push-back. kind of empty Yeah, it was horrible, and we had to deal with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills,
0: so that won't happen to us. Hopefully, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is going to be better this season, because, you know, they added some people on, and, you know, freaking Paris Hilton's mom, that's going to be amazing. I just saw that, I think she did her first confessional, and her look (laughs) is really cute. I just hate that so many people from there had coronavirus at the same time. That's literally so scary.
2: Yeah, I agree. Okay.
1: Yeah, but I I really hope like what you said that with like the new energy mm-hmm. it won't because I know all of these shows are are produced like the women are producing but I love the elegance of Lisa Vanderpump and just Kyle and Lisa Rena's producing we can we sense it we get it so I don't want to see that anymore I need yeah. to this I want Garcelle to be the focus she's my favorite so yeah. Garcelle and and I do like Dorit but sometimes she annoys me.
0: That's totally understandable.
1: I think that Dorit last season, she
0: had a really good season. Like, you know, Mm. before people were kind of like, "Mm, they don't really know how they feel about Dorit. But last season, she seemed to be more neutral, especially with the whole Denise Richards thing. And and it's just like, what's the big freaking deal? So I did not expect that from her. And I like her a lot more. And then, you know, we're going to talk about fashion later on, but she's definitely one of my style icons she is
1: so unafraid with fashion and it's such a pleasure to watch but I am so over Erica and the fact that they didn't fire her gives me such a like apprehensive feeling towards the upcoming season because I feel like she gives us nothing like visually she gives us a lot (laughs) but not in terms of her plot line yeah well
0: actually I heard that you know she's when it comes to, like, lawsuits and all these things, there's only so much you can say. You know, every time someone gets sued, it's like, oh, we can't say anything because we're wa- we're wrapped up in legal, which I get. But when it comes to the divorce, she better talk about that divorce. And I was also yeah. thinking that, you know, she might be fired because of this whole case, because it's getting a lot more serious than we originally thought that it was. And I hope that's not the case unless, you know, she really did something completely fucked up. Uh, and yeah. she was, like, really involved yeah. in it.
1: So then, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I've heard that, like, she, that, like, because I saw on a few different things, like, that they're saying, you know, she's saying she's going to talk so much. I want to see if that's really true because I think she's good at pretending like she's giving us so much information where when you really think of it, it's... It's, but it's, it's not really, a lot. She, yeah has been on multiple
0: seasons and we her. don't really know any, anything about, not just, like, her home life, but her relationship with her husband, And it's always like the excuses that, you know, he's older and, you know, they fell in love. But it's just like now if you're divorcing him, you need to tell us why you're divorcing him.
1: I hope we get. Yeah. I Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) No, I was just going to say, like, the legal stuff I totally get. And it's probably legitimate why she can't talk about it. Although it does seem like since she signed a lot of things that are quite strange that maybe she did know a bit of what she was getting herself into so that's not great but in terms of the divorce there's really no reason why she wouldn't be able to talk so I even want to know not just about her divorce but about her marriage like we know nothing my complaint all throughout last season regarding Erica specifically was that she is kind of she gaslights us like her outfits and her are so costumey and she kind of knows when to pipe in just at the right time that we think she's involved but she isn't we know nothing about her nothing about her son like who's a police officer nothing about her husband like did he live with them at one point what was that like she left her husband like her son at times with her ex-husband like what was that contrast of life Mm -hmm. for her son versus what she was living like there's so many layers that we're not getting
0: and i feel like in order for her to continue on the housewife if they don't end up firing her because of the whole legal thing Mm -hmm. she's really going to have to to bring it because you now they're realizing like hey you kind of need us because she's gonna need that money Before of course mm-hmm. she had her husband's money so she could kind of get away with it with doing whatever she wants to do because at the end of the day she didn't really need real housewives like she used it to you know do her her music and and you know get on broadway and and just make a name for herself and she's done that but now she actually really needs that money from um Bravo. So I'm excited to see what she does and hopefully she gives a lot more of who she is and her backstory. You guys are totally right on that.
2: Yeah, but I don't think the she,
1: excellent point from you.
2: I don't think she's gonna want to get caught up in the scandal at all. Yeah. <laughs> if she gave her job, she has to. So the best of
0: luck. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> So we want to talk about uh, Southern Charm. Last night's episode was so infuriating for, like, a lot of different reasons. It's not just, like, the white privilege that was shown, but it was also, like, the male privilege between, like, Austin and Craig and, like, that whole thing. Um, Both of you guys saw the episode, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, so basically, it was Madison. Was it Madison's? It's Madison had like a party, but it was also Austin's party.
1: Um, this was after, but she took it away from him. <laughs> it was
0: so confusing.
1: It's so weird. Who does that? So- <laughs> I let her get away with some
0: things because I like when uh, she used to put like Chef in his place. But now Chef has shown growth and, you know, he's, he's, he's being a, like a good, kind of a good person or whatever. But this is after her and Craig had the conversation that um, he, Craig basically told Madison that Austin can't get over her. So she needs to stop talking to him, period, in order for the whole group to be able to even film together or be friends because their relationship is just so toxic. Um, so they have that conversation. Austin finds out what Craig said and that they met behind his back. He tells her that he's not going to the party and then he ends up actually going to the party, <laughs> which was weird. And Craig, <laughs> of course, as usual, Craig and Catherine has this codependent kind of relationship where Craig always comes to the rescue to Catherine. So Catherine decides that, you know, she's going to show up with Craig. So they show up later on. Um, it's very awkward. Like the entire party is very awkward just because Austin showed up when he said that he wasn't going to show up. When it comes to like the the placing, the seating, it's just a whole mess for everyone who saw. Like you already know what I'm talking about. But
1: oh my when, God, I love cringy TV. When I, right when Madison starts yelling at him, <laughs> Where he's sitting, so that they can come and sit in that place. It was so, <laughs> it was so unnecessary. Why is he doing that? Because you also that was saw my episode highlights
0: <laughs> when you you also saw that like when they were placing the things down before everyone came, she was like, "Oh, where do we put Austin?" And then Madison tells the woman like, "Oh, Austin's not coming." But when Austin came, she's like, she acted like he had no place there, like. They they were originally like looking forward for him to come, so he had a place there. And Madison did not want
1: him. To be, oh, sorry, sorry.
2: No, it's it's okay.
1: I was just. I it was supposed to be his birthday party, right? Yeah. So did, yeah. like, so it's so weird that she decided to do it. But I agreed with Pringles when he was like, "Why did Austin even decide to come?" <laughs> But what were you saying? Sorry. No, it
0: was just weird. And then, like, the, I loved, I love Madison's style. So I really love what she wore to the thing. But it was so funny seeing Shep wear, like, his freaking beach wear. And, like, his girlfriend also didn't know that it was, like, a dressy event. So I'm, like, I wonder, like, what they told him. Like, did Shep do it on purpose? Did Shep not do it on purpose? I think it's definitely in Shep's, like, character just to dress like that anyway. (laughs) Yeah. But
1: um, But I don't think his girlfriend would have. Like, I think if she had seen an invitation that suggested formal attire, she She would have adhered to it. She might have let him do his thing. Yeah. But I feel like she would have shown up right. Yeah, she even said, she's like,
0: what's, I didn't know that we were supposed to, like, dress up, like, because Taylor would definitely dress up. It was cute. I loved, uh, you know, the scene at Gwen's where they all tried everything on and and stuff like that. That was cute. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah.
0: The the actual party was definitely awkward. It was just between Danny (laughs) trying to talk to Catherine and then. Uh, sitting down like the style of the seating was just awkward and madison uh and austin just can't be in the same area with each other without bickering like an old married couple so weird and then craig finally pulls their relationship
1: aside. is so toxic
0: it is and it needs to stop because it's it's going on like off camera too because austin is like with Kristen cavallieri whatever the not girls.
1: Really together. <laughs> They're just screwing like, with, with <laughs> and, her, with yep. the public or each other. Well, no, I just, I don't feel like they are screwing each other. I feel like they're, <laughs> I just to. didn't understand your question.
0: I think that, uh, well, she just said that she's just hanging out with him, but you know what? Madison is now hanging out with Kristen Cavallari's ex-husband, Jay Cutler. So it's like, they're both, like messing with each other's head,
1: class <laughs> act ladies. <like>
0: this <laughs> right
2: yeah, it's so weird. I agree with what Craig said, though. They had no business being there together, and they need to separate. No.
0: And then Craig and and Austin so like dressing it. alike, the mustard brothers. <laughs> it was so weird.
1: <laughs> but but Craig, the men on their show have like. Much healthier relationships with their like their bromantic relationships, if you will, than they do when they're in like their romantic relationships. They're so Mm -hmm. always like forgiving and and listen and have each other's back in their best interest. Like with their bros, but when it comes to the ladies in their life, they're so the opposite. Like there's like, for example, the way Shep treated his girlfriend when he when she got COVID versus I think the way he would be if it had been like Austin or Craig who was living with him and get it, I think would be totally opposite.
0: You think so? I thought that situation was kind of like crazy because I felt that Taylor wanted Shep to just get COVID with her And like lived with her. (laughs) Like that was weird to me because I understand that she wanted more attention and she felt like he kind of like pawned her off. But what did she expect? Like he wasn't trying to get COVID. That whole, most of the the male members of the cast were going out and partying. So it's like, I don't think that Taylor should have been mad at him the way that she was. And even the therapist agreed with Taylor, which was weird to me. And I'm just like, he didn't want to get COVID.
1: Yeah, but she said he didn't even call her. Oh. I agree. If it was just that he wasn't like wanting her to stay in his house, yeah. But she said like two episodes ago, I think it was. Um, but she said like he wasn't even calling her or like no communicating emotional support. at all. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "You just shut me off. Like mm-hmm. I was like some disease, disgusting thing. Like you didn't even want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And that was where I was like, Chef like. Exactly. No, yeah that's so it's okay like she was probably really scared too because like I mean it's still scary now it's but hilarious. we know a little bit more about it in the but beginning when it first happened yeah, yeah it's
0: worse when I mean, she was like but at least you know she was with Craig and, and his new girlfriend which was also, weird. I guess we're going to get to know her a little bit more, but there's only two more episodes left. But you know what I didn't like is when Craig was like, uh, Oh, the girls are so, like, their drama is just emotional, when that's literally not true at all. You know what's emotional? Emotional is when you want your best friend to stop dating a girl because you don't like their <laughs> relationship. His Friendship with Austin is emotional. So that was very misogynistic of him to say, especially when they're dealing with like the whole beef between Danny and Catherine is Danny is upset that Catherine went to Leva, Leva, who's a woman of color to talk about her racist, you know, what she did instead of Danny. Who's always been there for her. That's not emotional. That's actually a a huge issue. And that was just annoying for Craig to say, especially considering that he went live with Tommy Lauren during that time. So he definitely should have shut the fuck up. And then when they finally got on the (laughs) boat to go back and like, um, Catherine, you know, she had already dismissed the the owner of Gwen's. I forgot her name. The lady that owns Gwyn's. Yeah, she did.
1: She like was, so, but she also She's a Madison, everyone. or am I making that up? What? Oh, sorry. What'd you say? What you say? Oh, I said is her name also Madison, or did I just make that up? You know, I don't know. Really it's a know. Madison-like name, if it isn't Madison. No, so oh, I remember thinking. The girl, there's that girl. And then there's that beautiful new girl. The one with the gray is- hair. What gray hair? What gray hair? She has gray hair. She has a, she has a, a good deal of gray hairs. And I always think oh. about it every time I see her, because she was on an episode of Below Deck, and I recognized her because she had the gray streaks. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. She wasn't at the table. <laughs> Yeah, she's the one who's the the owner of Gwen. Listen, as someone with black no, hair. No, not her. I know it's raised early. No, not her. There's the other girl. There's another. There was another new girl that they introduced.
0: Yeah, there's Benita, which is like the black girl, and then there's her her friend. She was really.
1: She's, she's so pretty. pretty. She's so beautiful. But what was her name? The new girl. The black girl and Benita. Yeah,
0: But then there was another um, black girl that that they had the conversation with about the statues going down. But Vanita was the only black girl that was there. Then it was Leva. And then it was the owner of Gwen's and it was Danny. Yeah and um,
1: didn't you think she was really rude to her as well i thought when she was trying to give her point of view and she basically told her Shut no, it down yeah, yeah. and like, the way she did she was so like dismissive and i couldn't believe that mm-hmm. none of the girls had a reaction to say to her like that's so like what she kept doing to everyone like it was yeah. kind of weird she's making everything into a scene like, it didn't seem like anyone else was. It seemed Because like- Vanita, Vanita tried to
0: talk about how, you know, the owner of Winds was upset because Catherine did not apologize to the owner of Wins, who is a woman of color, who was also offended by what she did. So then Catherine shut Vanita down and she was like, well, I don't think that this should be a table conversation. So that was the first time that she was super dismissive. Then they went on the boat and then the second time like they tried to like bring it up and then Catherine like they move and then Catherine's like oh I don't want an audience and like she dismisses Leva and she's like well I just feel like you guys are you know trying to have an audience and I don't want to talk about this in front of people and then Austin butts in And he's like, every woman on this boat is against her when that's a literal lie. No one even said anything to Catherine. Austin should not have butt in because number one, no one was talking to him. You're coddling Catherine who did something extremely racist, who did affect her, and it has nothing to do with you. So why would you even butt in? So he's going to get mad at Leva. I understand that Leva should not have said shut the fuck up three times. But at the same time, it's like you need to shut the fuck up because you have nothing to do with this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I also agree like that why like Leva was probably really annoyed because also she dismissed Danny too. She wasn't willing to hear Catherine wasn't willing to hear. Anyone. anyone. So it was like every time somebody tried to talk to her, she was shutting them down. But then she was going back to the boys, and at least to I think Ilana and I are, and with you guys, agree, like kind of playing the victim and being yep. like, "Oh my god, you guys! Like I'm just out here," and they all keep coming up. To and me. it's like and if she you're does truly... that baby voice, that husky baby voice. That's like yeah. a baby who's like a bunch of marble lights. The boys light.
2: are c- uh, <laughs> coddling her. The boys that's
1: are yeah. her, and then yeah. on top of that, Pat said it go ahead uh, patricia i um said it in a few episodes back i can't remember when but it was when yeah. oh it was when madison and leva came to her house yeah and in her confessional patricia said that the only reason catherine's even on the show is because the boys coddle her and protect her for some yeah. reason i'm like because she gives them all blowjobs like listen
2: <laughs> <laughs> listen
1: you remember like was that
0: even season one or two when they're like you Hooked up with four guys at the table. time. She slept with
1: everyone but Craig, yeah.
0: And, <laughs> and we don't even know about knows that. knows what so, happened with Craig. Exactly. Yeah. So, like,
1: honestly, <laughs> they have this <laughs> weird. Yeah, and I feel like the guys in Catherine have this weird thing with her. It's uncomfortable to watch because like it is misogynistic. There is privilege in there too, and all these other layers of things, but there also seems like something where she's sort of theirs and it's like this other layer of everyone yes. else is outside and she's almost in their boys' club. Yes. But like i don't know as like no the mask but dude i i yeah and so it's very frustrating to watch because it's like they're just protecting her without thinking of anything around what they're saying just because in that like you know like knee-jerk protection if you will
0: exactly you are so right and then i also feel like if Catherine was truly sorry then she would actually be trying to apologize About what happened. I understand if you don't want to do it in front of everyone, but this is two times that you shut people down who's trying to talk to you about something. And then when Leva came up to her, she was Leva was even like saying, like, you know what, I'm not trying to be mean to you. She just completely shut her down. And then for Austin to jump in like that as a white man who's literally protecting a white woman who said some racist ass shit who went to Leva, who's a woman of color, for you know, to talk to to feel better about she could have at least owned the risk you know gave her the decency and the respect to talk about it with her so that's completely fucked up and then for them to insinuate that Leva is a bully it's just the whole thing was so furiating and I hated it but it
1: was manipulative to mm-hmm. do that too yeah and I also like think just- it kind of is like oh the aggressive woman versus like the innocent Catherine Yep. So she's so good now at being calm when people are being crazy mm-hmm. and I personally I know we kind of move past it but I find it obnoxious that she asked not to do it publicly like you should be doing it publicly every chance you can and mm-hmm. in fact the more people who are of color and the more people even who aren't that you're around that you can publicly say how ashamed you are exactly. you should be looking for those if opportunities not like I only want to discuss one-on-one and then i I don't know if you guys remember
0: like earlier in the episode when she realized well when she reveals that she's dating caleb who's a black guy (laughs) she goes i'm dating uh, he's black like she can't even say the word black straight up saying it was so fucking weird
1: it was so weird and then in her confessional when she basically implies that she started dating him after the comment which even that in itself like she's saying she wants to keep it private to me does not make sense you did this on a public platform you are on you are a reality show so we're supposed to be seeing your life you're talking to everyone about it but then the people who have been affected or the people who actually want to have the open dialogue you're shutting it down that the she got mad at the store for putting out a statement it it blew my mind I was like so you have no remorse you're just like she thought it was bullying she calls everything Mm -hmm. bullying
0: when she's the one who did it and she's trying to convince her that she's not racist and that she's sorry but number one she doesn't want to talk about it but when she does want to talk about it she wants to slam people for literally not being there for her and for the store not speaking out on it and she thought that the the comment that the store made was bullying the store was owned by a woman of color so what do you it's just so infuriating to even watch
2: it all she had to do is just so shit? Her shit, yeah. Like, and yeah. just yeah. a genuine apology to the public. Yeah. She should have just did that twice, and then you just shut up. And, and then, then if you don't does. want to yeah
0: in front of everyone, why even show up to the fucking party? Stay your exactly. ass home. Like, and then yeah.
2: So yeah. I feel like people are being threatened towards her when and like, they're not. They're literally so her. and they're you like, are. "Hey, we just want you to apologize, so you don't look like shit." They're yeah. pretty much just saying that. It's like it's so yeah. weird it's so, so it's so I mean, weird
1: and her I just thought the whole thing with the conversation like you said with her bringing up the fact that she's dating like a black guy and the way she said it it all just seems so manipulative like she was trying to get this certain point of view out and I hate the way like the guys are just so on one point of view yeah. at this because then it makes me with characters that I did like kind of want to back away and then like look at people so differently
0: yeah, well, yeah, I used saw. to like Craig a lot. I used to like Austin a lot until they did that shit with Tommy Loren. Uh, well, especially Craig specifically, but I heard that, you know, um, Austin was a part of it. I don't know. I didn't see that. I saw Craig with it. And then... um also, like, I used to, like, hate Shep because he was just such a womanizer, such a kid. He's such a piece of shit. But he's, like, kind of growing up. And he was the only one who, like, even in even though I don't like the way he said, oh, you know, obviously you're not racist. But in his confessional, he at least said, yo, what she did was wrong. Like, no one else, like, Craig and Austin didn't really chastise her the way that they should have. And it's surprising because you have yeah. one that you don't expect chef out of all people saying what you did was wrong and it's just like craig and austin are just protecting her like they're her like she's a baby or something when she's the one who did it so if you want to film with these people and you're filming with people of color how dare you first say i don't want an audience refer to them as an audience that's offensive like who the fuck do you think you are and she acted the way that she acted was just disgusting and austin again shut the fuck up
2: but that's how you're gonna act when you have people over here babying you yeah. every yeah. five seconds. It's like she's never gonna take responsibility.
1: None, I, I know. know. And every time she has apologized, I don't know if anyone else like has picked up on this, but it's really like one of my biggest irritation because all housewives do that. I'm sorry, but you know, I don't know if you watch Vanderpump um, Rose but one of the toms always does that too and they did like a montage last season that was excellent but <laughs> yeah. my point It'll is that every me. time she apologized she also kept lying and saying she didn't know she was talking to a person of color so that was also very upsetting even, sense. even her explanation about the yeah movie. like it, it didn't make but- sense but it was so annoying to hear someone say, I'm so sorry, I didn't know it was offensive. Also, I didn't know I was talking to someone of color and all these no, stuff when in a different part of the conversation, she was very clear that she did. Exactly. It's like she's not actually really even apologizing. And I think the reason she doesn't want an audience is because she wants to not too many times, it. but she wants to yeah. manipulate and gaslight and make the whoever she's talking to be like, Oh, okay, she is innocent. Right. And it's harder to do in a group because other people will start remembering things and call her out. And the boys yeah. don't even know the information. Like they're not listening any like they're as bad as she is she doesn't listen they don't listen so it's easy to kind of of say everyone else is in the wrong on
0: top of that it's not even just the monkey emoji it's she did so many things after she's like you people and like all this other shit she said a bunch of shit she didn't just make a monkey emoji she went on so she knew what the fuck she was doing so don't act like you know you just made one mistake and everyone's trying to crucify you for it like that okay I can't I'm so done with her and that show is just so shitty now that it's like if they're gonna go on they're gonna need Leva they they should bring in the owner of Gwen's they need to keep Vanita and you know they Catherine needs to go Craig needs to go Austin and Madison's drama I have to do I have to say it's entertaining but it's like (laughs) but it's like I can do without them too but they have to completely mix it up
1: I think Catherine Austin and Like you said, I used to, like, Craig, I just kind of find him some honestly sad at this point and what he says, and he just seems to have, like, I don't know. I feel like he needs to go back to university. Stay on TV. um, (laughs) (laughs) But, like, he, I feel like the three of them especially, I want them to go. I don't care about Austin's, like, beer and I don't care it's a flop about, yeah yeah I just I don't know his story isn't engaging me and I think Catherine that she has kept this job as long as she has yeah I don't understand it It doesn't work know. without
0: unfortunately I don't listen I'm saying don't bring Thomas back he does not deserve to be on the show yeah. but Catherine's drama does not work without Thomas therefore she needs to go
1: yeah yeah but also the whole cast like dina and i were talking about this earlier because we were talking actually about coming on this podcast and so Charm and charming just sort of our general thoughts and one of the things that we were saying was that when the show was like at its inception when whitney was involved it made sense when we'd see patricia because whitney was more involved and now that he stepped back and he's more just the executive producer Karen. role that you know yeah. what i mean then like the whole show feels very fractured, and, yeah. and not that I love JD and Thomas. I think they're horrible people, but you know, like w- at the time of its inception, it was about the they kind of southern people, and it had like a kind of sense to it. And now it just seems like people who don't seem organic or natural. Right. And I think a full cast shakeup and maybe like one person. Like from the old cast, just to kind of be like a throwback, mm-hmm. can stay. But for the most part, like I would be happy for them to get rid of all the old cast, keep the new cast they've entered, and put in some more people.
0: You're right. Or you know mm-hmm. what? To even put a cap on it, just take all the money from Southern Charm and put it into Southern Charm New Orleans
1: oh yes better idea that. that's such a better idea i already missed them so much i'm ready for like the season. yeah jeff yeah. got
0: married to another woman in a wheelchair you know reagan has a baby the baby's so freaking cute tamika and barry are as cute as ever oh, that whole thing they're genuinely friends they're in new orleans it's a cast full of white people black people lgbt bring back southern charm new orleans and this is just a mess it's a mess and it's infuriating and i'm so glad we only have to sit through two more episodes until the season is over because it's literally pure shit so
1: (laughs) i agree and side note i think it's been really uncomfortable to watch danny this season like i feel like she has come across like so fragile and broken but not in a way where Obviously, I'm rooting for him, not against her or something like that, but where it's almost like it's hard to watch. She, she doesn't come across as someone where she has this like, I don't know, it's not alluring. And I think that it's partly very difficult because to me, Catherine does take advantage of this woman who right. just clearly She's is like giving her dog. support. And uh-huh. yeah, and so to watch her right now where she seems so broken and no one is addressing it it's really hard to watch and I feel like yeah it's just it's each season she gets worse and worse like I feel like yeah look at her when they even showed I think a flashback in this season of her when we first met her with Shep and just how different she was to how she even looks like physically to like where she always, like, now I feel like seems like she's, like, shaking and about yeah. to, like, go into tears. Yeah. I wonder what's happening behind the scenes. Yeah, like,
0: with her real life, like, yeah. is she going through something? Yeah, if yeah. They don't show anything. It's just her chasing behind Catherine.
1: Yeah, which is weird. Like, I feel like yeah. not her real life. I feel like it's probably a section of her life, but right. I think there's a lot more to her that could be interesting. Shown. Well, seen her I so wonder, wasn't she engaged? Yeah. She was, and I think I that they broke up, right? Didn't he sleep in the was assuming it? <laughs> hey, didn't one of the girls of the cast last season claim that she hooked up with the guy that Danny was dating? Yeah, I think it was actually uh, Madison. Yeah, Madison, was Madison yeah. Now that I think of it. So and weird. also she said Shep gave Madison chlamydia. Isn't that what Madison not,
0: said? Not Madison. Said it? it was Shep gave Danny chlamydia. And like oh Mad- yes the so madison, madison said sense. it yes madison said it it was, it was it's too much it's a mess so,
1: yeah.
0: so we'll put a wrap on southern charm we're done <laughs> talking about southern charm they don't need any more of our freaking energy but i'm just so glad it's wrapped up i'm so glad we're all on the same page and we saw the same thing so we are with the Solomon Sisters, you guys are iconic for your fashions that you serve on instagram like i love your aesthetic i love your instagram i love the way you guys dress it's literally perfect so we want to honor that by thank you of course (laughs) we want to honor that by talking about the fashions of the housewives um i think we should start with beverly hills because those bitches serve looks for days who are your favorite <laughs> you know your best dress beverly hills housewives
1: i think dina and i are tied on the same answer for yeah. beverly hills yeah who is it great right. yeah. Okay. Yep. yeah 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 like <laughs> i don't think there's a comparison yeah garcella <laughs> to me though is yeah. more um oh sorry what oh I thought you said you like Gar. did you say and Garcelle or no I no hear- I said
0: I said Dorit and then Erica for me
1: oh okay I I, I and Erica to me is too costumey. like I like it in terms of it's great and it's fine but it almost looks theatrical all the time but she's a theater person so it yeah. is true to her but whereas Doree, I'm like ooh. I want to see, see this. Okay. Yeah. Like, wear that, in, that, like, that. Every day too.
0: And, you know, she yeah. got a lot of shit for like the Chanel, but I live for that. I, I,
1: love, it. I loved it. Yeah. That was one of my favorite looks. <laughs> no, Dorit is like, lit. like, I think Dorit, like the way certain like stuff she's worn, because I think it's very similar to my style. I always end up like seeing pieces I own on her or vice versa. So I just love like everything about Dorit in that way. But I think she's the best dress right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Who do you think can, uh you know, like catch up with her? Like, do you think there's anyone that can compete with Dorette fashion-wise
1: on Beverly Hills? Yeah. So that's what I was saying. I actually think okay. So Sutton and Garcelle have both in certain ways surprised me. Sutton because she has some beautiful pieces, but doesn't seem to know how to put them together. Thank to you. To Thank her. you.
0: It's just like because you you she's mm-hmm. rich. I get it. She owns amazing pieces but she doesn't know how to put them
1: together no her body type whoever is dressing her is not dressing because she said she's um like gained some weight so I think like whoever's dressing her is dressing her for the size she used to be and not what maybe she is right now oh sorry I don't think so I think whoever's dressing her is giving like I think she put on this kind of like a line dress and instead of seeing that it makes her look like spongebob square pants she kind of took it like okay it's hiding my fat in the middle which is where i gained weight it hides it so i like it and then she just bought every single brand who makes that cut she bought it and so i don't even know if i can blame the stylist because i feel like she's the type that walks in and is like i just want this cut Mm -hmm. yeah maybe but i I will say every time garcelle has because i've actually loved some of garcelle's outfits especially when like was it on like the third or fourth day in the the track tour? tour As soon as Garcelle saw that Doreen and Erica were, like, using this as, like, a fashion show, I felt like she had her stylist run out. Yeah, like, she She stepped it up. And then, like, the rest of the season, I felt like Garcelle looked amazing. And I loved Garcelle's um, look on the reunion. So I'm just so excited to see what she's going to do next year. Right. Right, but the the first dinner party look Garcelle wore was the black tulle with the white men's shirt, like, and I was like, "I die for you." She had me done.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I think that Garcelle, after uh, Doreen Erica, for me, she's definitely the third best dress. I think that um, Sutton, she just wears couture because it's couture, and that's what she's used to. Uh, I think she definitely needs to. I don't know. Like, it doesn't have to be couture to look good. Just figure it out. Figure something else <laughs> out. Because <laughs> that's, that's how it. they introduced her too. Because Lisa, it's kind of Lisa Rinna's fault. Also, it's like even the opening scene is just her buying all these expensive clothes and Lisa talking about how much money she has. So I think that that kind of like became what you expected from her, and that's what she tried to serve, but it like didn't work.
1: It didn't. But if she yeah. wants to have I stuff, we can make it work. <laughs> we can make it work for her but I do think that Lisa forced that like narrative on her because if you watch this season I rewatched it just out of boredom and mm-hmm. wanting to I guess to make myself frustrated <laughs> and um I noticed right away that Sutton never describes herself on those terms like it's all from Lisa who's screaming she's rich she's really right. rich and like super tacky like but it's Rina doing it never exactly. stuck and even with the shopping when we see we see her at her boutique but when we see her actually shopping in um Italy she has like almost a nervous breakdown because she didn't want to be really shopping on tv so I don't think it was really what she was bringing except for like in commentary that was funny you know what I mean like very jesty like oh I only do this or I only do that but it was clearly also a bit tongue-in-cheek sorry I'm, I'm quoting our contest yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit tongue-in-cheek so I felt like um, setting could have been more but it got sort of like almost like cut up to create like to fit what Rina was putting out
0: yeah, and I hope that, you know what, it's going to be both Sutton and Garcelle's second season next time, so hopefully she is able to, you know, recoup, rethink, and I'm look sure back on the episodes and see, yeah. you know, it's, step it up. So, okay, now do we're going to take it down to the south and go to Atlanta. Who do you think has the best fashions in Atlanta on the current cast?
1: Oh, current cast? Current cast, ooh. Okay, yeah. so Marlo is definitely in one of the top. Marlo yeah. is my top. Marlo's amazing. I mean, everything she does. Can I can I use Marlo though? I know she's like an unofficial. Yeah, she's, but she's okay. you know on she's the She's my show. favorite peach.
0: I don't use <laughs> Marlo. She
1: she deserves the <laughs> peach. I think like, she won't allow for the peach to be given. Yeah, I've decided that as long as behind the scenes she's getting paid, like she has a peach. I don't care if she has a peach as long as we get as much as hers. <laughs> Said,
0: she said that she really likes being halftime, well, not, you know, not halftime, but like a friend of because she doesn't have to be at everything, but she still gets to go on trips. She doesn't have to show too much of her personal life. You get, her. You get all the perks and you get the money and you get the fans and the promotion without having to, you know, put your business out there. So if it works for her, it works for me, but I just like her so much that I want to see her more.
1: She's just amazing. Me too. Exactly. Me too. But I also do think like, there, like for example, I thought Nini had a bit of a glow up. Like she obviously, when and it's inception, I don't think her fashion was anything I would write home about. But even last season, when she was with her therapist, she was in this like blue dress and she Ooh. had this necklace on that was all color. And I think it said love. And I was just like, she looks so beautiful. And it mm-hmm. was such a like casual look for her, but it worked so well. And I felt like she really came into her own yes. and I appreciated it. I definitely
0: definitely think Marlo is the the best dress and then Portia for me yeah
2: Portia for me
1: Mm -hmm. Portia and Candy for me at certain times like Candy usually at the reunion and in certain confessionals will blow me away right
0: yeah exactly like while filming she doesn't really no. Give anything worthy to talk about. She,
2: but she does during great She does. I remember reunions. that shortcut look. I really liked on Candy. I think mm-hmm. it was last yeah. season. I want to say that was in like, the
1: confessional. Yes. 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 yes I know. I what you're what you're but about. I think if we're talking about like looks, okay super superficial but I personally think Portia is the prettiest and yeah. I feel like she always looks the best dressed in part just because like her beauty overall she gives I, the I best like overall She's rating he's so that lovely in every way I love Portia yeah but like anytime they do a close-up on her face like right now she has the confessional with the yellow earrings oh, and they'll yeah. do like a closer of her face and i'm like oh you're just so pretty like i can't yeah. like i'm not even paying attention to the full look i'm yeah. just paying it well, to the individual detail it's like the full look actually better, i will so. say kenya dresses like a pharmaceutical rep but because <laughs> she always <laughs> loves she loves a good power suit i will say that oh, yeah. she looks like she's ready to go sell those drugs but <laughs> professional look when she did that cle- is it like it was like Cleopatra right am I getting her? yeah we yeah. thought when she was she looks
0: flawless to the me. African yeah yeah that was really beautiful oh my Especially god everything time. yeah,
1: yeah so she was talking that, about also, anytime she does yellows I think she, and looks she does just like master, a goldy do yellow mean, don't you think she, looks beautiful at yes. re- she like, was beautiful yes she like was the top. best dress at last year's reunion yeah,
0: yeah yeah against her skin like because she has you know beautiful darker skin so the golden tones yes, really amazing. like it brings gorgeous. everything out and Kenya's gorgeous anyway because she's a model and she's
1: yeah been yeah.
0: all around the world
1: she just is all so- the Atlanta housewives are like for the most part there's a few I can like think of over the years who have kind of been like let's say But for the (laughs) most part, it's a very, very attractive cast. Yeah, they're all stunning. The looks. Yeah. 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 So we're going to slide on over to
0: the Northeast Coast and with our DC girls in Potomac. Who do you have for best dress? Like look wise, like serving looks because they, uh, (laughs) we know it's not Giselle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Giselle is, um, I think we even did a whole poll about Kyle and Giselle and. The downfall that is becoming. Like who's a- worst? <laughs> like, what's your worst nightmare? Um, I think at I love for me, for Potomac, even in her ND, I'm really loving Karen this season. Yes, <laughs> yes. me
2: too.
1: In her ND, <laughs> in her ND, I really, I'm still appreciating her, and I'm appreciating her for all everything she's bringing. I mean, uh-huh. in that fight, like, that Fendi cape was definitely for me the highlight of the most <laughs> that I. <laughs> Really, doing it on. I think she's having a good moment. And I do think um, Candace, I've said this in our, in our podcast. I think Candace, certain pieces, again, she has certain pieces that are so beautiful. She just puts them together in the worst way. Like the whole gene the jean and that yeah, with the white diamond did you me. realize i saw i um when they point out that in her um monique's video drag me she did the diamonds and jeans oh my god i did not realize that
0: Rewatch it and then it takes on a whole new meaning <laughs> that's hilarious i definitely want to rewatch it i'm gonna go with karen and monique what about you
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Karen and Monique for sure. I was going to just go with Karen, but Monique for that reunion, I did like that look.
0: Yeah, and Monique's hair also. But I
2: actually
1: think, always on her point with her hair, but I think Monique actually in terms of like wearability fashion too, like I think Monique dresses like while they're filming for the show, it's like, more naturally than the other women. Like, I feel like the other women look like they're dressing because they're being filmed. Oh, yeah. And Monique's look, even when they're a little more casual or more elevated, they are very true to her, and she looks beautiful. I don't think Robin or Ashley are ever dressing for the cameras. I think the two of them do. Especially no, but I, they are such a I lost The cause. blue um, band <laughs> on her on each yeah, side. Yeah, the blue, pieces. we with the. With the yellow dress, I literally was offended. I almost wrote to Ashley it and was like, "I'm eyes. so it's so rude to make me have to stare at you on camera uh, like this. Like it's offensive to my eyes." And like if I was epileptic, I could have had an issue.
0: I have a question <laughs> for you guys, since you're like stylists and fashion icons. What do you think would make just like if you could dress Giselle and tell, give her some pointers? Please tell us what you would do
2: for Giselle oh. Mulatto.
1: Oh, I've thought about this. First of all, I think that it's great that she likes fashion um like pieces that are edgy and still have a romantic touch. Like I think we can all remember the leather roughly things wore. Yeah. But it's how she pairs it. Like she put that with yoga trousers. Like (laughs) learn how like an item is meant to be looking. And I would suggest her to start by looking maybe at the model photos, lookbook photos. So she can get inspired and wear it closer to its home base. Uh And don't take a risky piece and put it in a risky situation. Uh Be a little safer. And I think one of the other things is she is playful with color and she's got gorgeous eyes so for example she loves magenta and with her eye color it would pop further with it but don't pair that with something that's already busy and i think her problem is she takes a risk and then she takes an even bigger risk choose one risk and let that be a statement piece.
0: oh my god that's such good advice do do you have the same advice or do you have
1: i think like yeah i would do the same thing with her i feel like sometimes you'll see certain things that are like really pretty, but then you see how she just kind of puts, it's almost to me like a three-year-old that you let your child pick out their outfit and they're just so excited. They're like sparkles, leopard prints, crazy, (laughs) like, yeah, rainbow, like anything that they can think of, like let's all throw it in and then see what happens. And on like a three-year-old, it it can be really cute. But with Giselle, especially because she's so beautiful (laughs) and also because... Her house also worries me. Like, I really think <laughs> this is something it needs to like all around. Like, maybe she should start the way Kanye and Kim have their house. Let's go very clean, very out. minimalist, and yes, neutral, and, then, like, and build goodness. up. Like, get her into in the their great relationship. House. Rest in peace. Don't bring up Kanye and Kim right now. I'm sorry. But maybe they haven't. It. The I like to think maybe there's a chance for them. I, I have a broken know. heart on this topic. Like, no like Kimye a- 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 talk right now. I'm still very. I'm a
0: huge B- Kimye a- fan, and I don't care what anyone says. Like, I was <laughs> rooting for them.
1: Me too. Me too. Oh. I, like, literally had an emotional reaction. Like, literally the Capitol was on fire, and I was seeing memes about it, but thought they were talking about Kim and Kanye. And that totally made sense to me. That's how much I was invested. In, that's like, how that, much you invested. That felt it. Yeah. I was like, this feels right. And then I realized what they're talking about, I was like, okay, I was on a slightly different page, <laughs> but that's also like same. same okay.
0: Music. So now we are going to go to one of the fashion capitals of America, New York. For me, it's definitely Sonia that kind of brings it. But I don't really think that whole cast is all that. They don't Leo. dress that. To be in New York, I feel like they don't dress as New York yeah. should yeah, be. See. You know? Like, yeah. New York is like New York Fashion Week. You think of America, you think of fashion, and you think of New York and models and all the stuff, and it's just like, they're rich and they're not bringing it. But I'm if gonna... I had to choose, I would okay. choose
2: Sonya. So who would you choose? I'd say Leah. Leah? Leah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um... And, and that's Do you that's remember a professional something. look
1: with the gloves?
2: <laughs> but some people
1: like that look, Alana. My friend, I you know no, what? It's, I, say no. I, I, I don't, don't really
2: think that it's so much that we like these looks. I think we just have to say what we have. But like, yeah, like we, these we, are, we are our shoes. options. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> 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 you have such them. little options.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I can do from current cost because my go to answer to who I think is best dressed for honey is always going to be Tinsley. That's yeah. I really yeah. love Tinsley's style. I just, I think she and I actually probably naturally quite have a very similar style. Where I have a lot of the same pieces as her. We both love Zimmermann. Like we well, have a lot of the same golden goods. Right. So a lot of the same sort of brand um, attraction. And so I just look at her style. It's very like warm and and inviting. And I definitely think if there's ever a class who I don't think dresses for filming, it's New York, and <laughs> Tinsley's like natural style i very much like no one in the current class not one person do i think has good taste
0: and that's so weird because they're mm-hmm. in new york so um hopefully you know ebony who they're adding and um bershawn shaw hopefully they bring some fashion I to it i want see
2: some for a coat
0: and we uh bring some, because yeah. you know who <laughs> actually dresses like i would hope the new york cast dresses like Salt Lake City actually brings better looks. Yeah. Than so now we're going to move to Salt Lake City. Who is your favorite best dress Lisa. on Salt Lake City?
1: Um, Meredith and Lisa. Lisa. Meredith and Lisa. But I will say Jen. Yeah. yeah. So she will be, I'll be like, oh, Jen, you're so fun. <laughs> That's who I kind of want to be, like, when I want to go extra daring. But mm-hmm. Lisa and Meredith, I think, are more true to, like, when I'm dress like, I go more for those like every kind of day. Every day, yeah. That's the same. Th- I love Meredith's style, but Lisa, I just think has that little extra spark. Like in the. Movie, it's also her personality too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, but the hot pink boots and the oversized men's shirts and like her hair <laughs> I half love up and oversize. half down with the crimps. So I was like, you're bringing Lisa. <laughs> yes. I love you, and I want to step into this look she's so
0: nice and like she dresses exactly like how she like how you would expect her to dress and they're bringing the fashion like we've never seen a background like Utah before and you know they have to dress for the cold so they're bringing the designer they're bringing the coats they're bringing the you know boots everything our favorite is definitely Jen and Meredith but oh my god Mary is another person that's like Sutton it's like just because you can have it and you can't put it on, <laughs> does not mean you should put it on. It's no.
2: literally Her insane. Lusa dress.
1: <laughs> I, I want to ask
2: you, do you like any of her pieces?
1: There are certain, like if you look <laughs> close enough, like where it's almost, I have to say, like, <laughs> you like, like a, a, with a, a magnifying 20. glass. No, yeah, but they're like almost the Gucci runway shows because they always say on the shows it's like a fantasy and then when you see the pieces, you get to see like the reality of the collection. Right. And Mary I'm not with Mary, I feel like she's in that fantasy and sometimes she's gone too she's gone deep down in it. She's gone way too. But I think <laughs> that's what she does. I oh, actually that. think she does has a stylist buy her the runway look and I don't think she understands that runway's theater versus reality, you're supposed to wear it differently. And I don't think she has someone telling her that because they probably just want her to spend the money on the full look. Right. Like a real stylist would advise her differently. Like there's a lot of looks where I can recognize that it's from the runway but no one's supposed to wear straight off the yeah. runway in the you really beautiful valentina valentino dress that she's wearing the loofah dress and i've seen we've <laughs> both seen it worn like in these magical ways and you see it on her <laughs> and it's just, just plopped yeah. on yeah. it looks yeah. like yeah 21 you're just she
2: just put it on yeah. she's like, let's go yeah
1: because oh. she doesn't yeah because I don't think she totally gets it I think like they you know there's a some very a famous quote I think Chanel but I'm not 100% sure but it's sort of like um Take fashion can on. be bought oh. you know but style can't be learned you know right. and I think like there's natural style so I think that's what Marianne Crosby lacks is sort of that natural instinct for fashion I just don't understand why she just, why it, she
2: just doesn't look in the mirror and, like, judge judge <laughs> it up just a little bit, you know? So, we going Because I genuinely
1: think she puts it on and is like, fashion. Yeah, because <laughs> it's just like,
0: she's like, well, this is Dior. This is Chanel. So, regardless of what, you know, how yeah. I look, this is name brand.
1: But honestly, I
0: have this... just stressed me out. Like,
1: seeing her bed. Oh, my God. I don't freaking, want to talk about it. Again. Oh, <laughs> I can't. That gave me such anxiety. yeah. No, but I, I ask myself. Too. I like think I've gone on so many tangents, and Alana knows. Like when it, I have the same question every time I see Kyle, because you can tell she thinks she's a good dresser, and I just want to know when this started. Like when did this lie? Happen? <laughs> Who told you? Who yeah, said that? Because <laughs> she you, said the cameraman like picked out her outfit for confessional. was like, this is why you look like that.
2: It's ever since she got the bangs. Like, oh,
1: the bangs. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God.
2: You could But Since
1: the bangs were hiding in the a facelift, and she just didn't want us to know that she has, like, stitches. Bye.
0: The, hey. Another cast that's not really good dressers Real Housewives of Dallas. Oh. Who, who is the best dress? We would say Cameron.
1: Cameron. Cause Cause that's all we pick. have. That's all we have, we have there. All... Oh, actually, that's what I do stuff. think she. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, she's but she's like a... not on it anymore. But Carrie Duber, when she was on it, I think dressed very lovely. But I know now she's a friend of. Yeah. But I love, I actually really like Cameron's style. Mm-hmm. And I, like, so even though no one else is bringing anything, I do think she brings it like at a good level. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. just sort of just like scrounging the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that Stephanie is so beautiful yeah. and I think sometimes she just looks pretty in her old outfit because of her face yeah and like she's you like know, a barbie doll and she also has yeah. like a nice yeah and she has such a nice like personality mm-hmm. that like I just want to like the way she looks because I like her and her energy yeah
0: exactly but
1: I think the new girl I can't think of her name What was Tiffany the new girl's oh, name? she's adorable yeah Tiffany oh, sure. I think I thought her outfit was so cute at the brunch the little purple yeah, um, I, thought t- good. I feel like she's gonna be my number one next season yeah
0: yeah because a lot of them don't really dress that well
1: <laughs> so that
0: well I'm so glad that we got your opinion and I'm so glad that we were able to see what you would do with Giselle can you please tell the Bravo Wild Black listeners where they can find your podcast and where they can find you on Instagram before we head on over to Patreon.
1: Yes, of course. Um, you can find us on on IG at Stylishly Solomon. You can find our podcast on Spotify as well as iTunes, um, at tongue and chic with the Solomon Sisters. And um, of course, through our IG, that will get you to our like, get to know it page, again, Stylishly Solomon, as well as our Pinterest. And we have an Amazon page as well, all under that same name. <laughs> Amazing. And English. Solomon is. Good. I oh, no was oh, just going to say, and Solomon is spelled with all O's like King Solomon, S O L O M O N.
0: Yeah, perfect. Just oh, in case, <laughs> we wouldn't want yeah. to follow the wrong Solomons.
1: <laughs> no, but people have told us that um, they thought it was like Solo Man. Yeah, and then they with an A
0: or even an E, if you want to like spell it out. But it's all O's. Yeah. Make sure that yeah, you type in all, O's. all stylishly Solomon. You know, we follow them. So if you see us following them, that's the right profile. <laughs> thank you so much for doing Bravo Wild Black. It's you know, so good to have
2: you. Thank, thank you for having, having us. Having
0: back. You know, um, we had such a fun time, especially talking fashion, because we never really got to deep dive into fashion, because we haven't talked to anyone who's into fashion. So this is a really good Podcast, and I hope that you guys um, enjoy it. Please go on Apple, please rate us five stars. It's really, really important. Also, listen to the Tongue in Cheek podcast yes. by the Sullivan Sisters. Rate them five stars, follow them, and thank you so much. uh Patreon subscribers, we are about to record a Patreon with them, and we hope that you enjoy it.
1: Thank, thank you, you so much for having us. It's such an honor, really. Oh,